You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of the Cody Pinnock Show. I'm Cody Pinnock. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm an assistant. And I'm Samantha. We have a fantastic show for you this week. We have a bunch of stuff to go over, including some uh, Nintendo news, some movie trailers. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. Maybe we'll talk about The Flash. Who knows? But first, <laughs> we let's... We definitely haven't already recorded it. Definitely haven't already recorded the second half first. But first, let's talk about uh, some things we have been... I'm guessing we don't have time for me to do my monologue. No, unfortunately not. Oh, unfortunately not. Maybe next time. Maybe on the second episode of The Cody Pinnock Show, <laughs> we'll have time for your monologue. But first... Let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. Have you heard <laughs> about the things that we're going to talk about? <laughs> I have done nothing in the last week. However, uh, our, 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 our gracious no, host, our gracious host, Cody Pinnock <laughs> and Samantha uh, gifted me a very special soda that they found. Uh, where did you guys find this? A uh, parking shop, and I think it's off Bethel. Okay, so down in Columbus. Yeah. And the the cool thing about it is, it's, it, it's an Asian groceries. Okay. Well, <laughs> the uh, on the can, it is um, one of my favorite video game characters of all time, Terry Bogard from the King of Fighters series, guy that I've cosplayed before. I've, I, it's one of my favorite characters. Buster Wolf, are you okay? I love it. I love him most because he has he speaks broken English. Like all of his dialogue lines are like a like a true Japanese fighting arcade. <laughs> yeah, but they they got me this can of stuff. It's called Q Doll, and it is a soda. And I I'm reading the 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 can here, and it does say that it is sea salt flavored. Yes. Okay. It also does say King of Fighters '97 on it. I'm hoping that. Doesn't mean it's from 1997. I'm hoping, but I'm not 100% sure. Although, and also, if I try it, I'm not sure if I could tell with it being sea salt flavored. That's true. Is it going to be... I mean, it, is a, it is a modern looking can. Let's take a whiff. Ooh. <laughs> that smells like buttered popcorn. Ooh. Here, take a, take a whiff of that before I take a sip. That smells like buttered oh my popcorn. God, it does. And, and not like gross, like jokey joke buttered popcorn. No, dude, it, it, it straight up smells like like what? popcorn butter. It no, smells it like it yeah. smells like movie popcorn butter. <laughs> yeah, is this I'm a, at the movies in the lobby? Oh man, I'm going okay, here we go. I'm gonna take a sip. Are you ready? Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's not the most disgusted face I've ever seen you make. No, yeah. it's I actually it does it does taste like movie it's like i took a big sip of carbonated movie theater butter Ew. here <laughs> if you're not afraid of germs i have no germs i've had all my shots take a sip take a sip of that stuff it's right Ooh, what yeah that is it's something else that is wild yeah it has like a little very slight hint of vanilla i think yeah yeah yeah, that's so weird. It's it's oh, such a weird flavor. It's, it's like, not, not disgusting. It's no, not disgusting. I don't hate it. 
It's not disgusting. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't pick it, but no. I, I don't hate it, and I'm going to drink I, the rest of it. I definitely wouldn't go out and get another can of no, it. No, no, they, no, no. But they like, do have more. They had more there, and they had different characters. Oh, really? Too. What, what other characters did they I, have? They had Athena, and they had I don't remember the other one. What? No, probably, my, probably e- no my. It wasn't. No, it, it wasn't. If it was the Ori, I would have bought it. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> no my. No. Mm. No buy, no, no buy, no buy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're good boys and girls that no, they, shop. They are, yes. <laughs> All right, so while I finish the rest of my butter-flavored drink... Yeah. Uh, we, al- we also got that that peach-flavored bursting boba, which I didn't realize. It's, it's Korean bursting boba, which is apparently different... Than regular than boba? Than regular boba. Okay. It's like little... What was it? Is it made out of like... Rice or seaweed? I think he said seaweed. It's rated out of seaweed, and it pops like the flavor, a juice flavor, out when you bite it. Instead of it being like chewy tapioca. Interesting. Uh, we put it in some like sweet tea, and it was pretty good. But, oh, nice! Huh. <laughs> but I was surprised. It wasn't the boba I was expecting. Sure. So you're surprised. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what this tastes like? If someone took a little bit of movie theater popcorn butter and put it in cream soda, and not not oh. even cream soda, but uncar uh, unflavored uh, sparkling water, like club soda, like club soda. <laughs> it's club soda and butter. Because I, I get a when, little when, bit when, of a when, cream soda vibe when, 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 out yeah, of it. When, yeah, a little bit. When you describe it like that, that makes it sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's actually not... It makes me wonder how it would have been if it would have been cold. It's yeah. not bad, yeah. yeah um, I'm looking at what the... It would have been better cold now that I think about it. It just says artificial flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is a flavor. So, okay, I yep. guess I'll talk about my check it out. Yeah, so talk about your check it out. On, I haven't been on the show in a week or two. Other than the normal stuff I normally play that I always talk about, so I won't oh, talk about those. Oh, by the way, you're you're not getting paid this week. Oh, yeah. shucks. Shucks. Mm. None of us are. None <laughs> of us. <laughs> but uh, my wife found a clip. My on, wife. My wife found this clip. As she ran into it on, I don't know, TikTok or something. And fr- it was from a scene from a show called Mr. Robot. Okay, yeah, Mr. Robot. I understand. Yep. I, I get that one. Yep, starring a... a yeah, and uh, Christian Slater. And so she went to Voodoo and bought the whole series because it was it was cheap. <laughs> okay. It is really good. I've heard it's a good show. It is. Re- we're, we, we just finished the third season. We're on the last season, the fourth season. It is literally a wild ride because, man, it is something else. Starts off kind of like this whole like hacker tech terrorism kind of style of show but it's not like you know stupid like you know movie hacker like tap 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 I'm, oh I'm, 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 in, I'm in I'm in the mainframe you know hacker verse matrix BS no it's pretty much like actual like doing Linux and <laughs> writing lines of code and stuff but then there's like all this other stuff I can't really talk about without spoiling pretty much the whole stupid show from what I get, it's it's dense with secrets. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can't trust anything because you don't know anything if it's real, not real. Is this a flashback? Is this a hallucination? It, it's, it is a wild show, and I really, really enjoy it. I've heard really good things about it. Well, this that show is what got uh, Rami Malek the part as uh, Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic. Oh, I didn't even realize that was him. That was yeah. him. Mm-hmm. They they put fake veneers in him, mm. but otherwise, yeah, that's him. Mm. I 
think the first thing I ever saw him in was that PlayStation game, uh, Until Dawn. <laughs> that was the first Rami Malek thing I ever saw. I had never seen him in anything. Like, I had seen pictures of him online, and I've seen articles where they talk about that one time he was on Jimmy Fallon or whatever. But, I don't know, I really enjoy it. I really like the show. B.D. Wong eventually shows up in the show, and that's always interesting. And he's actually, he's, his character is very interesting and complex. Mm. Also incredibly unhinged. Sure. Um, okay. He's yeah. a good actor, you know. Oh, he's, yeah. He's a great actor. I've, I've always liked B.D. Wong. And it's, it's nice to see him rise from beyond being that one doctor from Jurassic Park. That one tech or, from Jurassic Park. They yeah. had the one tech from Jurassic Park, later turned villain in Jurassic World, slash uh, uh, the guy that was on <laughs> Law & Order as a therapist. Oh, sure. Yeah. But no, I, I, I really like the show. As far as like shows I've watched in the last handful of years... This one is one that really, really gets me. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I, I really enjoy it. Good deal. Oh, I also watched, uh, we watched the final episode of the third act of uh, Demon Slayer. It, was, it had a 70-minute special final episode. Did they slay the demon? Of course they did. It's Demon Slayer. <laughs> but it, God, I love, as far as new animes go, I really like it. Visually, it is a very well-produced uh, show. We watched a new anime. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's by the guy that did Kaguya-sama, Love is War, which we had recently finished all of, and we're looking for something else. So I thought, well, we'll watch whatever his next thing is. It's called Oshinoko. And the first episode is movie length, and it goes so many places. Mm. It starts out with a doctor in a hospital, and an idol shows up who's pregnant but wants to keep it a secret and she starts going into labor the doctor gets murdered mysteriously okay and is reborn as the idol's baby oh and for for about a half an hour you think this is gonna be one of those stupid animes like yeah. that uh-huh but then it keeps going and they they start growing up and then do they have their memories Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have their memories of their previous lives, both twins. Um, but then the the wait, kids... both twins were both the doctor. No, oh. the other twin is somebody else that the doctor knows, but he doesn't know that she was also reborn. Oh. The idol gets murdered, so her kid, who is the doctor from a previous life, now wants to solve the mystery of solve her the... murder. All right. It's it's so convoluted yeah. and like such a wild concept. That's pretty wild. Even for anime. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a stretch, man. That's that's <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh that's like a, I dig it. That's a stretch like the, one piece. The yeah, the first episode was such a roller coaster of like I think I hate this. Maybe I don't hate this. <laughs> Where is this going? What are they doing? Like <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, but I, I came out on the other end being like, okay, now I kind of want to know where this is gonna go. They, they got did the, all they, of this in the first episode. That's got to go yeah. even crazier places after that, right? Exactly. But you said it's like movie length, so it sounds like maybe like the first arc condensed into a movie. Maybe like the first. Ep it is a show. Just the first episode is literally an hour and a half long. Oh, that's okay. Man, that's kind of like right. the, the end of season one of Demon Slayer was <laughs> made into a movie. Like the last whole arc. And then by the second 
episode, we got the the two kids are going into a performing arts school. Of course they of course. are. Yeah. yeah. So now it's school based, but now he wants to find out who killed his mom, who is an idol that he knew in his previous life. Okay. Also, they haven't found his original body. That's still missing. So that's another narrative thread that's just hanging out there. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. I get it. That's... So I was resurrected as a baby from in the world I already lived in. That's what I was afraid the whole show was going to be, too. Like, it got to a point where there's, like, two babies and the mom, and I'm like, this is going to be one of those weird Weirdo animated. rugrats? Yeah, it's going to be weird anime rugrats, and they're going to have just dumb jokes about... Being you know, adults baby. before. Be, yeah, being adults, but, a, but now I'm a baby. But no, that ends after about 20 minutes. Okay. That's, <laughs> well, that's good. That's, oh, weird. Okay. Because we, we almost didn't finish it. Yeah. It got to that point where I'm like, yeah, I'm turning this off now. But then later on, I saw little bits here and there on the internet of people talking about how good it was. I'm like, well, maybe I should at least finish that episode. And then I'm glad I did because it got wild. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. All right. Well, hey, before we go to a uh, break, we have a voicemail. A V-mail. <laughs> That's right. We have a voice voiced message from uh, one of our fans. So I guess you know what that means. It's Josh's favorite jingle. Mailbag day! Mailbag day! Hey everybody, it's Mailbag day! We need to get Andy Merrill on this show. I wish we could. I wish we could. He's, I mean, he's semi-local. Yeah. He lives in Ohio. Somewhere. Yeah, he's out there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, so sorry, we have. Sorry, you said he's out there, and then I just in my head I just heard the X Files jingle. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the Brack is out there. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. Let's message. hear the rest of the message. Yes. Yo, nerds, it's your favorite dummy here. Hey, I just wanted to tell Cody that uh, the two seasons of Muppets Tonight are on YouTube for free. You can check those out. They were amazing. I miss them too. Get on that Disney Plus. Oh. And I want that one chip challenge. Peace <laughs> <nerd>. <laughs> All right. That was uh, BJ, our buddy from the uh, Teach a Dummy podcast and uh, Skate Mansfield and a bunch of other stuff. We called it. We called out for it last week. And I guess now, yeah, I guess now we got to do it. got to do the one chip challenge, apparently. Wait, what's the one chip challenge? Because I was in a coma. Okay. Yes. You weren't, you weren't here. So you were asleep. The one chip challenge is done by Packies, that really hot, spicy. Oh, Takis. Takis. No, Packies no, is the Pockies, company. Packies. Yeah. yeah. It's a company that makes very, very hot chips and they make the world's hottest chip uh, that is like 2 billion on the Scoville unit. Oh. You, you can only buy one of them at a time. One at a time. And you have to wear gloves when you handle it. They are you shipped. You buy one chip? Yes. Yes. It's one chip and you have to, and you eat the one chip. You wear, yeah, you're right. You wear gloves. It's, uh, the packaging is a little tiny coffin. Ooh. Yeah. So now we have to do the one chip challenge. And I, I told I, Cody. I'm um, having flashbacks of the habanero. Oh no, this is going to be much worse than the habanero. Because there's a bunch of powder on it, and the powder gets everywhere. So, and I told Cody, if if he orders them, I'll do it too. I'll I'll do the one chip challenge with you. Cody Solidarity. Won't. Cody won't do it. He chickened out the last no. time. No, he's got to. Yeah, I'll do it. He's got to. He I'll said he would, He was the one that said he would do it. I'm the one that's just saying, all right, let's do something stupid. <laughs> 
We probably should have video on that one. Yeah, somehow. we'll try. We'll yeah, try to like, rig up a like, video like, or like something on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll br- we'll bring back we'll bring back a hot review. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to review things while, while we die. While again. we die of hot chip. <laughs> Uh, I hope you're ready to have the squad come to your house. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I, I'll put them on speed dial. That's maybe, all right. Maybe we should have somebody standing by. Well, you know what? We just need to get more of these hot buttered uh, <laughs> hot sodas. buttered sodas on the standby. I'll, I'll buy some jugs of milk. We'll be okay. We could do this. <laughs> I believe in us. Uh, uh, it's the way out that scares me the most. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the first 10 minutes with it. It's the preceding multiple hours after it i suppose it's, it's like it's like that episode of futurama when all the robots go to party island and they move the earth oh yeah yeah and bender flips over and opens his exhaust port uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yep uh all right so with that let's go ahead and go to break and when we come back we'll dig into some news let's go Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn, heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. Long play promo, take 23. Hi, I'm Greg Dunham. I... Sam, what is my motivation for this spot? Well, this is a promo for your show, Longplay. You want to invite listeners to tune in every Friday evening at 11 and Saturday afternoon at 3. You want to remind everyone that you play full albums front to back right here on 104.7 WZMO. Got it. So this is an informational tutorial. Sure. Longplay promo, take 24. Hi, I'm Craig Durgan. Cut! You know, I think we got it. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m., right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. We're back. Time for the news. (laughs) I thought for a minute you were doing McDonald's. (laughs) No, that was last week. We talked about the Grimace last week. That's true. (laughs) But you know what else I'm loving? All this new Nintendo news. There's a lot of Nintendo yeah. news. Nice segue. Yes, thank um, you. Yeah, Nintendo had uh, one of their directs. Basically, their <laughs> one E3, of their famous directs. One of their famous directs, and uh, they did a good this time. They did some good stuff. Yeah, they actually showed some new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first thing they showed were, were some of the uh, DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which is adding a lot of new buddies to the game, which is good. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like it. Y- you need more little buddies in your little buddy video game. New, mm-hmm. new plot stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks fun. I'll play it. Oh, sure. There yeah. was also DLC for the uh, Ubisoft Mario Rabbids Spark of Hope game. Oh, that just... And that was like day and date, like day yeah. of. Yep. And the, the, so the, se- the yeah. sequel to the Kingdom Rush. Right. Battle. 
Kingdom Battle. That's what it was. Kingdom yeah. Battle. Yeah. I don't. I have a. I bounced off the original real hard, and I've had no interest in this one. I've as much as I don't like the rabbits characters themselves. Like I don't mind Rayman, but his little bunny minions, I really don't care for. And it's kind of weird that they 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 are basically they're like the minions. Yeah. They had a show there for a while. They were popping up everywhere. But they were they were trying to make them a thing, but I don't it, think it, they're going to make them. No, a thing, I think it ultimately. fell on their face too hard. Yeah, I would like to go back because the gameplay of itself was actually decent. It's XCOM. Yeah, it's it's yeah. XCOM with Mario characters, and yeah, it's kind of weird seeing Mario characters use tactical RPG. I guess yes, is what we should call yes, it for yes. people who don't know what XCOM is. Yeah. Yes. What were some of the other games on the list? Well, they, when they announced that DLC, I thought it was going to be they were going to focus on another character like they did that Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. DLC no. that I've heard is really cool, but this doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look like anything. It looks like some weird ninja person that's not a Mario character. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It's like a Rabbids anime antagonist character. Yeah. yeah. But after that, that's what else was there? There was a little bit of Splatoon stuff. They announced sure. the next Splatfest. But then they didn't announce anything of substance for Splatoon, even though there's supposed to be DLC coming for that. No, they didn't really announce anything. <laughs> However, I will say Splatfest, Mint Chip for Life. I'm going Team Big Man. I thought it was weird that they didn't, that chocolate is not one of the options. The theme is ice cream, and it's vanilla, strawberry, and mint chip. They very clearly picked colors that would look okay on the map because can you imagine Brown chocolate ink. flavored Brown. all over the map? Well, they, all over? Well, they be, did it, vanilla. But it's, it's but white. the vanilla is or, it's yellow. It's, if you if you look, it's pretty yellow. It's off white enough. It's off well, white. It's eggshell. It's like in Splatoon 2 when they did mayo versus ketchup. And that was disgusting. <laughs> that was pretty looking. disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I was team ketchup. But you know vanilla's going to win because everybody everyone's going to pick, gonna pick a it. funny white color. Oh sure. Hey, <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, also old actually Everybody old make the joke. Yeah. Old fashioned vanilla is actually very delicious. I agree. Yeah. But mint chip, man. I that is my go-to more times than no, not. I I would do strawberry. Strawberry ice cream is my favorite flavor, but I'm also not going to remember when this happened. Or, Same here. Or yeah. interact with also, it. Also the all. fact that yeah. I've barely played Splatoon 3 since it came out and mm -hmm. I feel bad cuz I used to I played the tires off of Splatoon yeah. 2. I don't know why I bounced so hard off of it. The maps aren't as good. Yeah, that's true. I don't true. think. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It just, they didn't do enough. They didn't add enough stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They didn't innovate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah they, they kind of put out a, while it could be a good game, it's also a stale game. Yeah. Uh, For Zelda Breath of, or not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, they, uh, people were, <laughs> people were, Assuming they're going to announce a DLC already, that game just came out. Yeah. So there's no in-game news. However, they are releasing two more Amiibo for and they the game. Look great. Based yeah. on Zelda and Ganondorf, and they look fantastic. I'm uh, not mad about those Amiibo. Oh, no. I am. I would own those even if I didn't own every Amiibo. <laughs> I am here for buff Ganon. I don't think they will do DLC for this. I think they worked on it so long, they've probably used just about everything they thought of. I bet they'll do something, but it won't be anything major. Yeah. It'll be like, so you know how they had in Breath of the Wild, they had the two DLC. One was just the challenge rooms to get to power up the Master Sword. And the other one was the full second map with the motorcycle, motorcycle. or whatever. Yeah. I could see them doing something like that for the Master Sword again. But not the But not the thing. whole 
adding a whole new system yeah, into I, the game. I was surprised how meaty the master cycle quest was. It was it was pretty yeah, I mean that that final boss was not I mean not difficult, but really cool and really interesting. The uh the monk, the undead monk. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was a cool boss fight. I, I can't see him doing a power up the master sword thing because of the way the plot is. Sure. That okay. It doesn't, it, that wouldn't work without spoiling it. Gotcha. Well, then in that case, I imagine they'll do something to the effect of here are some more armors. Yeah. Here are some more. I mean, that's what a lot of the other little mini DLCs for Breath of the Wild were. Like, here's your, you know, Majora's Mask. Here's your this. Here's your that. You know. Or, hey, let's rebuild. Hyrule Castle, here is a mini story about post-game. You're going here's to more, rebuild stuff. Here's more pieces for your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, that would be very easy to drop in. Here's ten more shrines. They just popped up. They're in the sky. You figure it out. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, what were some other things? There were some other games. Uh, there was a, a bunch of Mario stuff. They, they first started with a remake of super mario rpg i am so excited for this amazing yeah Yeah. it it looks so good it looks like they didn't change a lot of it i loved the original it is very good i I definitely feel like it got the um links a links awakening links awakening treatment kind of kind of i mean i think it looks it looks a lot like the original game just better yeah yeah the art style very much is is very similar i to mean the, short yeah. king mario's back yeah squat, little, squat king stubby little mario and I, it looks great looks fantastic love it can't wait to play more of it i can't wait to see that weird final fantasy-esque uh, uh secret boss kulex or whatever kulex yeah Yes, can't wait to see that. Can't wait to see all the Easter eggs that they put in. They, Will we see a Link in a bed at one of the hotels? Will we see Samus in one of the beds at one of the hotels? Uh, I, I would be excited to see an HD upscale, like old style Link. Because uh-huh. the Link in that game was the old brown haired Link. Original Link, yes. I'm excited. I think it's great. And the box art is for the physical edition is reminiscent of the original Japanese box art with just the white background with the characters yeah, and, and this, static this posts. And it looks great. Surprise it really was. it was so out of left field. Yeah, They definitely kept that one under wraps and it's like, Oh, you did a good. Yeah. Once <laughs> they started the announcement, it starts up looking 16 bit and I thought, Oh, they're going to put it on switch online so yeah. you can play it there. That's great. But they're like, no, we're going to do you one better. We're going to make you pay for this. Yeah. One. We're going to make you pay for it. <laughs> But better. But better. I mean, yeah. it is one of the rarest Morrow titles out there. So, of course, they're going to make people buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of the best RPGs even though, on the Super Nintendo. It's even like though, top three. It, even top though three, it is, sure. I'm pretty sure it is on the mini NES. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Which is the whole reason I kept mine. Because <laughs> everything else is on the Switch online. Yeah. I, I have the original cartridge. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Lord, Lord, your, Lord your privilege over us. All right. <laughs> So they also had, well, the the end of the thing was Super Mario. You, you skipped there. This was kind of like they didn't say a lot about oh, the peach it. thing. But they are doing another Princess Peach starring video game. Yep. And they had about 30 seconds of indecipherable footage. And she has a ponytail and it's cute. Yeah. And she doesn't have her crown on. So it must be a, a prequel. Or she got it stolen. Or she got it stolen. That's true. 
They're but also bringing that uh, third uh, Luigi's Mansion. The second Luigi's Mansion. The second, second, the second Dark one. Dark Moon, yep. Okay, so will the that three, put... The 3DS one. Will yeah. that put all of the Luigi's Mansion's games onto the Switch? No. I don't, this think, point? I don't, the original's I don't not. think one's there. Oh, okay. Yeah, It'll the, show up there eventually. I mean, I have a theory. Since they announced a remake or remaster of Dark Moon, and 3 is already on the Switch... I'm thinking because we're not getting an announcement for the original Luigi Mansion, which was on the GameCube. It's gonna they're doing a GameCube virtual console thing for Switch Online. I don't know about that. I think it would be more along the lines of getting an up res down the line. Like they did with Metroid Prime. Like they did with Metroid Prime, and they're using the Dark Moon. Assets. Dark of the Moon. Uh they're using the sales from it to gauge interest in Porting it over, I, mean, I bet you that's. I what mean, I guess do. that makes sense, but also, why not just do that with the original one? They did. They did do a remake of Luigi's Mansion One on the 3DS that I think I would imagine uses the same engine as Two. Probably, so probably. But I thought Dark Moon kind of was the one. Was the sort of re-res of the original? No, Two Dark Moon's a completely different game. Is it? Okay. Oh yeah, it's very good too. All the Luigi's Mansion games are killer. Speaking of GameCube games, they put first two Pikmin games, and then they re- announced Pikmin 4. Well, no, they'd announced 4 before, but oh, they sure, showed Oh, sure, but they more showed more of it. of it. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the things you can get, you can get a, you can find the Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> things the Pikmin... It's one of the treasures, which is kind of along the lines. They did stuff like that in uh, Pikmin 2. Mm-hmm. I, maybe they did it in three too. I don't know. I play only played that one for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest Pikmin guy. I'm but, also not. But Same. I've been I've been kind of wanting to go back and like try it again and see if it sticks this time. But so expensive. Th- those they released them after they announced them. Right. I thought, well, I'll go look, and if it's twenty dollars or less, I'll buy it. Not twenty dollars or less. They're thirty bucks each. A pop. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that really that really takes the wind out of the sails, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So you know, I might wait. Ride a <laughs> dolphin to ah uh, yes, Pikmin one. There we go, <laughs> and then see how that goes. <laughs> you can now play the whole franchise except for that DS one that was bad sure. on the Switch. <laughs> the plat the two D platformer one, no one liked. Yep. We started talking about it and then moved on to other things, but the Super Mario, was it Super Mario Brothers Wonder? Yes, that yes. was their big thing that at the end. That was the big one more thing It's a new kind of thing. 2D Mario. Um, mm-hmm. It's not part of the new Super Mario Brothers. Canon. Canon. It's so a, it's its own thing. It's its own thing, and it does look so much more visually interesting than any of the new Super Mario games. Like, the posing on the characters and the character animation is so much it has so much more character to it. They're the much more Mario. cartoony, and I like it a lot. Yeah. And then there was like that uh, that gimmick with like the rail you can grab onto and like slide around on yeah, it. Yeah, Mario's got grind rails now, like Sonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's there's an item called the Wonder Flower now that when you get it, it changes the world in some weird, wacky ways. Like the example they show, like a bunch of uh, pipes coming to life and crawling around like a worm in the level. And it just looks like fun, imaginative 2D Mario stuff 
and it's been long enough since we've had some of that, I think. It looks, it just looks fantastic. Yeah. Is, I love it. Is that where the, the elephant Mario comes in? Yes. yes. They, they showed a power up, like a little elephant berry that turns Mario into a big elephant Mario. Um, also, there's more playable characters than usual. Yeah, Daisy's in it. Daisy's in it. Peach is in it. Yoshi apparently is a playable character instead of being a, a rideable character. A rideable character, yeah, like a power up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so good, and I'm very excited to play it. I am excited for it, too. It looks fantastic. Oh, did we talk about the 2D Sonic game? No, we didn't. Because that, w- that was at the other other oh, shows yeah. too and it sure. was it was also here oh uh sonic superstars superstars yeah it looks very good it's it's a throwback to old sonic games kind of like your sonic mania but this is actually has like modern Mo- style. modern graphics yeah. modern graphics but not modern style sonic this is sure. classic sonic it's even classic amy like her old sonic cd design um, yeah, running around has interesting power ups too. It looks really good. It looks interesting. I think as I've gotten older, I have determined that I am not a Sonic fan. There's something about the gameplay of classic Sonic that I understand. It's you know, it's well done. It's just not. I yeah, I'm not, not for a, me. I'm not a huge classic Sonic guy, except for Sonic Mania, which I really love. I bounced off of Mania pretty quick as well. I think. Past the first level of most Sonic classic games, it kind of falls apart a little bit. So there, there, I've seen arguments to that same effect. Oh, really? Online, okay, so it's not just me? Yeah, okay. No, okay. None of the Sonic games are any good past the first level, which I, I think there's an argument there. I think <laughs> visually, I think the levels are good, but also I love gameplay-wise, I'm not a big... I like looking at Casino... Night World. zone or what? Night yeah. zone. I don't like playing Casino Night Zone. <laughs> also, Casino Night Zone is also a banger of a theme too. That uh, is one thing they. Yeah, yeah they have like really I always love the Sonic music. Also, the yeah. new one's got Fang the Sniper in it. That is true. He hasn't been in a thing <laughs> since. Well, he popped up temporarily in Sonic Mania, but he hasn't been a thing since Sonic the Fighters or the game, the Game Gear Sonic games. Too. Oh yeah, I guess he was in that as well. That's true. Uh, was there any more video game stuff or do we want to bounce off to other news? Um, I feel like we're missing something. Did you see that Myth Force one that was like, oh yeah, He-Man I've known themed? about Myth Force for a while. I think it looks interesting. Yeah, it's like I, a I, He-Man themed first person. Uh, yeah, it's know. based on Saturday morning cartoons as a first person action roguelike kind of thing. Oh, I didn't even know about that. And yeah, you it, should look it up. I think you would get a kick out of it. Yeah, we'll have to watch it after after we get done recording. It looks really good, but the camera, it's first person and the camera whoops around so fast. I know that I won't oh, be yeah, able to play that you game. You don't like the you don't do the first person. Makes my stomach upset after about 20 30 minutes of of playing it because you're just whipping and spinning and doing and all this stuff. Then don't ever watch me play Call of Duty. No, I <laughs> I, I probably won't. <laughs> uh, and then there was that MMO farming adventure game that Oh yeah. Funny. I think it was called Paia that's a paya. Paya. Yeah, paya is not a P A I A. Yeah. Yeah, that looked interesting. That graphically it was a little looked a little generic, but mm-hmm. conceptually conceptually it looked interesting, like an MMO Stardew yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be dismissive of farming games because I love Stardew. I love Animal Crossing. I I enjoy those style of light stakes. Nice chill games. Chill yes. games. I like yeah. them, but 
I will say Fae Farm does look very good. Mm. And I like the fact that the decorations you put in your home affect your stats. Oh, that's true. That's, that's a, a, that's that's a, a fun twist and gives you a reason to yeah, decorate actually gives your a, house. Yeah, unlike, yeah my, cool. unlike my Animal Crossing house, which is like the storage for my junk. Yeah. <laughs> like my real house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, we got to bounce off to yeah. to non game news because we actually have quite a bit of yeah. stuff. Yeah, let's talk very quickly about trailers. First off, Sony's next Spider Man adjacent movie, Craven the Hunter. This look god awful. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's all just it's all hyper violent for I don't know shock value. I got bored watching the trailer. A lot of close-ups of bloody <laughs> wounds. And like them shoot and shooting animals and shooting people and like stabbing people in the neck. Yeah. It's it's Morbius almost beat for beat. Yeah. You have sickly uh frightened child grows up to be violent killer. Violent killer man because they get Blood? Animal, animal blood a in blood them. A blood transfusion of some And not kind. even a blood transfusion. He gets a drop of lion blood in his wound. I don't think that would cause superpowers in the real world. I think that would cause sepsis. <laughs> like, isn't... He's got super in, sepsis. In the, uh-huh. com- in the comics, isn't there some kind of mystical element to his There is power? a mystical element. He drinks essentially a mystic version of kombucha. Yeah. Kinda. I'll bet it kind of has like a, like a white savior colonizer kind of vibe to it and that's why they didn't use it not really even that because he's not a hero that's true no, he's a straight his whole he thing was brought is- in specifically to hunt spider-man because he goes hey you are an animal themed person i hunt big animals therefore i want to put your head on a plaque in yeah. my yeah, in that, my den. His whole thing, true. the he, fact he, that he's not a good guy, like he's the yeah. world's greatest hunter. He has killed everything on the planet. His next thing is the next greatest prey. Well, he can't go after man, which I'm sure he did. We've also, he, but he can go after a spider man, spidered man. And although I can't say that getting um, consuming animal bits d- won't give him powers, because there was a shot a panel from. Craven's last hunt, the comic, where in order to think like a spider, he goes on a drug fueled ra- a rampage and eats just a bunch of spiders. <laughs> he just eats a whole handful of spiders because Oops, he's got to try. Spiders. He has to try to get in, try to think like a spider. So he's got to eat, eat the spiders. <laughs> but this movie looks like it's going to suck. Oh yeah, oh, it's it looks gonna, real bad. It's, it's gonna terrible. be trash. It's gonna be awful. Morbin two electric boogaloo. And the only the only Spider Man adjacent movies they they've put out that have been decent were the Venom movies. They keep trying to and really keep, even uh, Venom one was the really good one. Venom two was just okay. Even Venom one was like it was really good, but not. Not the kind of good that you would want it to definitely, emulate. It, it, like, it definitely fell apart in like the third act, especially the third act fight. I hate the third act fight. It was kind of it was one of those things where like afterwards you're like that was good, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. I found the spy the the panel of Craven the Hunter eating a pile of spiders. <laughs> so dumb. with just a quote that just says tonight. <laughs> so stupid. All right, so speaking of stupid trailers, we also have one for the Netflix series 
Is that a series or a movie? I think it's a series. I think it's series, supposed to be a series. Netflix series One Piece. It's it'll be one season and then they'll cancel it as a tax write off. They'll cancel it before they even get to the grand line. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're we're a hundred years down in line in real One Piece and they're not even at the grand line. <laughs> so but, yeah, this movie just looks or this series just looks it looks bad. Like I like One Piece. I'm like I'm not huge into it. I do like it. I've read the manga. I've watched a fair number of episodes. Not a. I mean, there's probably a billion I haven't watched, but I, I've seen like a couple of episodes. Yeah, and it might have even been the four kids dub. Oh, oh yeah, yo ho ho! He took a <laughs> bite, bite of gum gum. Yep. <laughs> and this this looks visually similar to the thing it's supposed to be, but it doesn't seem like it's tonally similar. Like. Netflix Cowboy Bebop. It looks like it's going to be that same kind of thing all over again, where like it gets the things that don't matter as much right, and the things that do matter they don't get right. Like the CGI does not look good. The costumes look cheap, so cheap. But they look right. They look. <laughs> they look correct. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I don't think there's any way you could CG him stretching around and Mavit not look weird. That's just the way yeah. that's why yeah. they gave Ms. Marvel in the live action show vague energy hands instead of actual stretching because it never looks good. It never looks good. Nope. Every Fantastic Four movie looks like crud that Fox uh, Generation X Oh, Do you remember geez, that? I remember Generation X. Yes. <laughs> that one kid with the stretching powers that uh-huh. looked awful. That was pretty bad. Skin, I think was his character's name. Something like that. Something yeah, like, his whole yeah. mutation was elasticity of his skin. I, I yeah. think them calling out the uh, calling out your special move thing is is bad. Well, yeah, because that's the way it goes in that show. Yeah. Every shonen. Don't don't you don't have to put a lampshade on it. Just accept it. It's yeah. part of the franchise. Sure. And it's not, and your joke isn't even funny. It's like the joke's not worth the putting the lampshade on the thing because that's part of the show. <laughs> right. Other shows, we can bounce to the issues that people have been having with Disney's, Disney Marvel's Secret Invasion. Yeah. So the. <laughs> My issue is that it wasn't that, the first episode wasn't that good. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it feels like that's kind of the thing with a lot of the newer Marvel products that have been coming out. They're not as good. The quality's kind of fallen off a little bit. The sheen. This is this is the first show I think they've done that I've watched it and been like, that did nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the st- the tone of the story. It being an espionage secret spy show. I'm willing to give it a little bit of a break because to build up to its crescendo. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'll keep it's going to be a it. slow burn. So the first couple of episodes are probably are not going to be as good. But that's not the problem people have been having. The problem people have been having is that their credit sequence is all AI generated art using Midjourney, and you can tell. I mean, it, it suppo- sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It's supposed to be unnatural it's supposed to not yeah like be have humans a- but not quite because the whole idea is uh the alien scrolls the shape changers from from captain marvel have secretly infiltrated the u.s government it's or the world to, yeah government. it's supposed to be uncanny valley kind of that's what it's supposed to be but also given everything that's been going on with the writer's strike and other things in hollywood and people trying to push toward ai to cut costs yeah it's in bad taste it's it in incredibly very- bad taste 
yeah. it should not have been done. Nope, it's a bad time. You 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 did a bad. You're like you didn't read the room on this one. And you know what? A human artist could have done the same thing and made it look good. Yes, like conceptually done the same thing. Absolutely, and, it would have been and that's better. the thing. And that's the thing. Like up until this point, a lot of the Marvel opening stingers were either pretty generic, but still you know exciting, get you hyped up, or just really good, like the one for Wakanda Forever. The art that they used in the She-Hulk end credit stuff was really good. Mm-hmm. I always thought. Oh, I, I loved it. I enjoyed. Seeing I loved that. It. I yep. loved it. I love the courthouse drawing stuff. Yeah. For for, for She-Hulk. She-Hulk was a great show. I loved it. People were like, oh, it's too too fourth wall. It's too this. I'm like, that's yeah, the point. Yeah. Then you didn't read the comic. Yeah, then you don't know She-Hulk. You don't, <laughs> mo- you don't know modern She-Hulk. Yes. Speaking of AI, have you heard what people are calling the Habsburg effect that is going on with AI art now? Oh, now it's pulling AI art to A- use for AI art. Yes, AI art is pulling from AI art, which already doesn't look like real humans, and it's making people look even further out, inhuman, out. kind yeah. of like the Habsburg uh, geneal- genealogical line, mm. because there was so much inbreeding mm-hmm. that they ended up with weird deformities and giant chins and stuff like that. We're getting that with AI, and they're calling it the Habsburg effect. I th- I love it. I think oh, that's yeah. great. It, it is super great, but also the fact... Also, if people didn't use these things to make so much stupid AI art that I see everywhere, it wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am... Early on in AI art, I, I admit I did use one of those apps to make weird versions of my face. Because I was like, eh, this is a fun, stupid oh, thing. Yeah. Well, Every, yeah, Everybody yeah. played with it. Everybody played with it. But now it's to the point where companies are using it in lieu of actual instead of graphic artists. Yeah, instead I, I've of been paying seeing, somebody. I've been and seeing that is ads. a slope. I've been seeing ads for stuff using AI art. And I'm like, it's terrible. This is awful. Oh, the, some company that was re- is re-releasing old Duke Nukem games on a, some kind of handheld or something... They use AI to generate Duke Nukem art for their promo. And it's like, really? You couldn't just pay somebody to draw Duke or just use old Duke Nukem art because it's all the same. (laughs) Well, the Asylum, the movie company, they put out a CGI version of the Little Mermaid to piggyback off of the new Little Mermaid like you do. But all of their promotional art, their poster, everything AI generated. And you could tell if you look at it for more than two seconds because characters kind of morph into the background and they don't really end the way they should. <laughs> and the hands are weird. You, just like the Westworld, you can always tell by the hands. Hands and eyes. Yes. Those are the things in the AR that just look awful. Hands <laughs> and eyes. You use the Comp test on art. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more things. We have a few more minutes. Um, hmm. You want to get into this whole mess with the Flash and Warner Brothers and TCM? Yeah, sure. That's all part of the same boat. It's all kind of the same story a little bit. So the Flash, Flashpoint movie, did not well in the theaters. Nope, it is being considered a huge flop. It's a certified flop. I think it only made like $50 on a budget of $330 million after its first weekend. Also, the the amount of money they poured into marketing. There was no way it was going to do good. There was too much stank on it. Absolutely. Yeah, which is 100% Ezra Miller's fault. Yeah. Sure. And, And the studio's fault for still writing with them. Yes. So... 
With that, there's been a whole lot of backlash about a scene near the end of the film where the Flash runs into the Speed Force, the universe where he gets his kind of parallel between the multiverse kind of thing where he gets his Flash powers. Yeah, vaguely. You know, yeah, you know the, the the converge between time travel and alternate realities. Right. And during this, there are snippets of different multiverses with a bunch of different DC characters, a bit different Batman, different Superman, different whatever. And they used a lot of CG generated versions of uh, deceased actors to be in this big one, Christopher Reeve. They also used George Reeve, the 1930s serial. Oh, the black and white. The black and white one, the one the guy who uh, committed suicide because he couldn't get out from under being Superman. I'm sure he would have loved being yeah, in this being, film. It's being Superman one more time. Yeah. Uh, Adam West shows up as Batman uh. in a thing. The one that I do kind of like is uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, the Nicolas Cage Nicolas Superman. Cage Superman. They put <laughs> Nick, they, there's a, there's a quick shot of Nicolas Cage Superman fighting a robotic spider. Take me to that universe where I'm fine that with, movie got made. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but it's it's so bad that there are actors from different DC properties. Their likeness has been used without their knowledge. They talked to a guy who played a minor character on the Flash TV series. He played the Golden Age Flash, Jay Garrick, the original, original you know, Flash. The, 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 you know, the Greek Mercury helmet. Yeah, he has the helmet and the, the lightning bolt on his... Yeah, yeah. all that. And someone went to him online and said, hey, great job. You look good in the in the Flash movie. <laughs> and he goes, I never filmed anything for the Flash movie. I am. I I wasn't aware I was in this. As it turns out, they used a CGI composite of his face and just stuck it in there without his knowledge. It's it's that new episode of Black Mirror. The first episode of Black Mirror that, that oh. is part of this season is a company like Netflix taking a woman's life and making it generating a show out of it without her permission. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's, it's gross. And it's gross. This movie was already had a bunch of, bunch of stank. Oh, that makes it worse. It makes it so much worse. And thankfully the box office is showing that people are not standing for it. No (laughs) one's going to see this movie. However, downside, because it's not doing what it needed to for Warner Brothers, the CEO of Warner Brothers and Discovery, David Zaslov, has decided to cut costs by firing everyone in charge of TCM, the classic Turner movie, classic, Turner movies. classic movies, the original, the classic movie channel, which does generate them a lot of money, but... He doesn't. He's not a creative. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. He's just a businessman. Yeah. He is just a he, businessman. He doesn't get the the significance of of that stuff. Media history. Think of every like businessman. It's like it's what's new. It's what's hot. You, who, nobody's gonna buy this old crap. Which the old stuff is evergreen. It's evergreen. <laughs> Absolutely. And he, to the point where he had a sit-down with, what was it, Steven Spielberg, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Martin Scorsese because they came out against him firing all those people from TCM. I have a feeling Warner is going to sell TCM to those three. I have a feeling. In order to make money. As long as it preserves. Yeah, but it's it's just frustrating that 
a bad movie does poorly, so let's get rid of all the good stuff. And Where's the logic? It, it's frustrating because somebody who is in charge of a creative industry and a creative product doesn't understand the creative process. The creative process. Yes. Yeah. But also doesn't understand also, why why the movie care. Well, he yeah. doesn't care. But yeah, but also doesn't understand why the movie failed. It's it's not because of whatever. It's most of the reasons this movie was bad is decisions from higher ups. That's what it is. All I know is that you can't tell me that this movie is better than that Bat Batgirl movie that they scrapped that no one will ever see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or at least it deserves to exist any more than the Batgirl sure. movie they already made. Sure, I, li- I like that yeah. better. Yep, I do like that better. Yes. All right, last thing. San Diego Comic-Con is coming up here in the next couple of months. Yep, the, and the, the, big, the big, big nerd mecca where all the companies come together to show off their shiny new things. Except. That's where I was going. That except a lot of... Most of the big companies are not going to yeah, be. Yeah, they're pulling out. They're pulling out. They're pulling an E3 on Comic-Con. Essentially. Because they saw that video game companies were able to announce all of their stuff and not have to pu- bring out the full dog and pony show. Well, here's the thing. For that, E3. For the past, I don't know how many E3s and Comic-Cons, that's all I did anyway. I just scoured the internet for trailers and news. Sure. I didn't actually watch the panels. I didn't actually, you know, pay attention to any of this stuff like... <laughs> I was never going to go to Comic-Con. Oh, you you couldn't pay me to go to, to San Diego Comic-Con. There's too many people. Oh, yeah. I don't, too many people. I don't want to have to wait in line for 12 hours to be in the same room as some actor. Yeah. I don't... I'm, I'm not that interested in the celebrity zoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. But um, Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Sony... Uh, who else? Universal. Universal, Netflix. They've all pulled out of HBO. Um, yeah. They've, why, why, should H- why would HBO even be at Comic-Con? They don't produce anything. They don't produce anything. I mean, comic it, related. It, it's, owned, it's owned by it's owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, it's not comic. It's not solely comic related. It's it's pop culture yeah. as well. I mean, you had like your Game of Thrones and you had. I guess Game of Thrones kind of fits. Yeah. You know, Game of Thrones spinoff. But they're all going to be, and I imagine they're all going to be doing similar big dumps of all of their oh, yeah. trailers yeah. and stuff, a uh, lot like the video game. Also, the with fact E3. that all the trailers that were shown, you know, under you know under secret or NDA from Comic Con over the years, they end up online anyway. Yeah. Oh, sure. So, you know, oh, don't don't say anything. You know, Hall H. This is only going to be you know for you guys. Yeah. 12 hours later, it's going to end up on YouTube anyway. Lucasfilm has Star Wars Celebration. Disney has the... D23. D23. Marvel pretty much has taken over Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. Unofficially. Yeah. Yeah, they always have a movie out for it. Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess DC's got Batman Day. DC will just... Be DC. Fart stuff out whenever they want to. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're saying is our coverage of San Diego Comic-Con this year is going to be a lot lighter than oh, previous yeah. years. We can't we can't rely on it to give us a bunch of news. But that's fine. They can spread it out a little bit further so we don't have an entire glut of 
no news, <laughs> a drought of news. Yeah, where things weeks get, prior things and weeks after. Yeah. yeah, luckily, I don't think this is going to kill Comic Con because it was a fan created. It was a fan con first, before, Yeah, and it'll continue to be that after it's the still, big companies stop paying. But attention. they're going to have to pivot to something else. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still going to have like that you know that weight of its name. You know, it's the sure. it's the Comic Con. Yeah, it's still going to be yeah the biggest Comic Con in town. But now it's going to start looking more like. Like, a like it used to, yeah, and Absolutely. less like a Hollywood dog and pony show. Yeah, it's exactly. not. Yeah, it's not going to look like an executive uh, trade show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might be able to like buy comics there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So hey, we have actually hit time for the week. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, or support our Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at satthenerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. Uh, the number is 419-561-5556. Uh, leave us a message and we might play it on the show. We did have one this week. Thanks for calling in. Uh, We'll see about that hot chip thing. Yeah, we'll figure out the hot (laughs) chip thing. Uh, You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for manning the Facebook page for us and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Yabble dabble.